And there you have it. The head coach of the SEC champion, Steve Spurrier. He did it on the field last year with the best record in the league. He's done it for the record books in 1991. Clay Everett is out there. And he got it! And oh, football. Florida fans from now will remember the 1991 team. The Lord has smiled on us all season. And that last drive, he smiled on us again. Hey Gator fans, Hayes Carlion here. Welcome to another edition of Celebrating 91, where we celebrate the 1991 Florida Gator SEC Championship football team, the first official SEC title in school history. We do this thanks to our friends, the personal injury law firm of Harrell & Harrell. Uh, you can't go wrong. They're going to treat you like family. Hopefully you won't need them, but if someone you know, uh, a loved one is injured, give Harrell Harrell a call at 251 1111. Big Gator fans uh, went to Florida with Holt. Uh, friends with Holt and Julie for decades now. Great people. They're going to treat you like family. So again, uh, hopefully you won't need them, but if you do, give uh, Harold and Harold a call at 251-1111. All right. Well, we're on to Auburn and uh, very pleased to be joined with the media mogul Dan Hicken. is going to join us in a little bit to talk Florida Auburn in the 91 season in general. Um, 31-10, uh, the Gators go into Auburn and absolutely destroy them. Um, this makes me especially happy because I hate Auburn. I was a freshman at Florida in 1994 when Frank Sanders caught the ball in the back of the end zone, basically right in front of us, uh, to beat us. We were convinced all week that Florida was going to destroy Auburn after Auburn upset the Gators in 93. Uh, bitterly disappointed when they came in in 94 and beat us in the swamp. But... Uh, but we're talking about a Gator victory today, and I'm going to relish that. 31-10 over Auburn. Again, people don't realize, uh, I say people, young, younger fans don't realize the burning hatred that Florida and Auburn had for each other. They played every year. Uh, they played some great games, uh, uh, some unbelievable games. Florida almost could never win in Auburn. That's what one of the reasons this victory was so special. This was just the fifth win in 28 trips to Auburn for the Gators. Uh, so a place that they didn't win at a lot. And uh, to go in there and, and win by three touchdowns was obviously a tremendous achievement. Uh, but very common for this season. They the, the Gators won these SEC games. They were 7-0, and won them by an average of 22.5 a game. Uh, so Florida just under their average uh, beating for uh, a conference opponent in this 91 season. Um, lots of tremendous performances all the way around. Willie Jackson really starts to heat up. Uh, in this middle point of the year, had 12 catches for 157 yards and a touchdown. Ten of those came in the first half. Nine went for first downs. Just a, a tremendous playmaker uh, combination of a possession guy. Just had had underrated speed, but uh, but obviously a, a tremendous possession receiver at moving those chains for the Gators. Uh, Florida had 468 yards, 30 first downs. Uh, Shane, his typical great performance, 264 yards, did throw two picks with two touchdowns, but uh, but Florida able to uh, to go in in tough environment. I mean, you're playing in front of 83,714 people, um, and and the Gators were just able to uh, to do a lot of great things on offense. They held Auburn to 195 yards, 
Uh, so great, another great effort from the Florida defense. And uh, it was a fun game. Tim Polk, uh, who we haven't talked uh, enough about on this, uh, he was such a tremendous linebacker, such a physical player in the middle, had 11 tackles, two for loss in this game, was actually honored as the SEC Defensive Player of the Week for his efforts in this game. And uh, But it, the story was uh, was really Willie Jackson. This was the most receiving yards a Florida receiver had had in a game since 1985 when Ricky the Rocket Natil torched FSU for 165 yards. So a lot of good things. Uh, Willie Jackson's performance will carry on into next week when we get to the Georgia game, and I can't wait for, for that episode. We're going to be joined by Steve Spurrier next week uh, for, for Georgia week. So that's going to be a lot of fun. So hopefully you guys will enjoy that. But for now, let's hear from our buddy Dan Hicken, a great Gator and somebody that's covered the football program for many uh, years now. So here is my interview with Dan Hicken. Celebrating 91, brought to you by the personal injury law firm of Harrell and & Harrell. And we're certainly pleased to be joined by the media mogul, Dan Hicken. Dan, thanks so much for taking the time to uh, relive some of these uh, oh, man. great Gator teams with us. I love it. I love 1991. I, I love the memories I've been thinking about it now uh, since you asked me to come on and reliving a lot. I went to a lot of these games, probably seven or eight of them, because we didn't have the Jags back then. Right. So we did Gators and Seminoles all the time. And it was just, uh, you know, it's funny because the season was like 10 and 2. And if we, if you had told somebody today, yeah, Florida went 10 and 2, why is that such a memorable season? Well, so many reasons why. Undefeated in the SEC, right. beating FSU, going to a major bowl. I mean, these things didn't happen much for ever for Florida. And, and that's the thing. <laughs> it was such an underachieving program yes. until then. Yes. And so the 91 team, I, I do think it's lost in history a little bit. Yes. The stigma of past teams and past administrations that that team had to sort of shoulder, yes. and Spurrier in particular, they, uh, had to shoulder and overcome. Yeah, a lot to overcome. Just the just the mental side of things of knowing you never win the SEC and even beat, how about beating Auburn and Georgia back to back? They right. did that like four times in 60 or 70 years till they changed the schedule. It was, there were so many things that Spurrier changed down there and it was so much fun to watch. And, you know, he seemingly did it in 90, but then everything was taken away. Right. And they didn't go backwards. They went forwards, which was so big for that program. Yeah. And they beat Alabama 35 nothing. Yeah. Year. Early on, that was I mean, such a huge win. And I remember that game as if it was yesterday. And that was a, it was dominating, dominating yeah. performance by the Gators. So good on the defensive side of the ball. And honestly, if you go back, again, another great thing to do is go back and look at the stats. And if you go back and look at the stats on Shane Matthews, who was player of the year, I think, oh, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. I think he threw 28 right. and had 18 picks. If yeah. he did that today, people would say, so what? Yeah, pedestrian. But back then? It was record-breaking. It was unbelievable. Yeah. And I remember talking to Spurrier about 90 and 91. And you know when he came in in 90, he set the tone. They played Oklahoma State, you'll remember. Mm -hmm. And he can tell you that first drive, every play, it was like, it was like four plays touchdown. It was four passes in a row. And Shane took him right down the field and was like, you know, three or three or four or four for like 75 yards and a touchdown. And from then on, they just, no one in the SEC had seen this. And Spurrier, you know, little things. And again, they do it all the time now. But back then it was just so novel. Like if Florida got the ball on the other side of the 50, they're going up top on the first play. If Florida got the ball on their five-yard line, he'd play action and throw deep. He didn't mm -hmm. care. Right. It was brilliant. Yeah. It was just so... 
refreshing and fun. And you only get your first one once. Yeah. I know you only get your second one, but right. there's something special about that first one. And that was just such a magical year. Well, and again, I think it helps too that they did lose twice, but it's to teams that if you're a Florida fan, yeah. you don't you don't have very many friends that are Syracuse fans. Right. You don't have very many friends that are Notre Dame fans. I mean, they destroyed all the rivals. I might have told you this before, but the week after the Syracuse loss, and media day was Tuesdays back then. And again, we would go to all the media days. And Spurrier back then would do TV and then he'd do print. And so in 91, you know, so he sort of knew some of us. And he came up to me, I think, after the TV round. And we just started talking about the Syracuse game. And listen, it became a big deal. Like, Florida never goes north and never go right. west of the Mississippi. But, you know, they had to for that particular. That was a good Syracuse team, though. Yeah. I think they were ranked, if they I'm were not 18th. mistaken. Yeah. And we all know, all old Gator fans know Kirby Dardar. They right. know that name. Yeah. And it haunts us. But he was like, yeah, he, he was just so... I just remember talking to him about it. He was so like pissed at how Florida had played and so upset. And it was because it caught him off guard, even though the, he knew they were good. I don't think he could convince his guys to get ready for it like they like they would an SEC game. Yeah. So they lost that one. That was early, right? It was early. Right early. It was yeah. the week after they beat Alabama 35-0. Yeah, so, so you got that. You yeah. just beat the hell out of Alabama. How are we going to, you know, we'll handle Syracuse. Don't worry, coach. Right. And boom. And then boom, yeah. And, uh, and, and as, <laughs> as they get through this season, I'm glad you mentioned uh, the Auburn-Georgia back-to-back because, yeah. you know, young Gator fans don't really, A, they don't understand what oh, a man. big rivalry oh, we man. had with Auburn. Yeah. I oh, mean, yeah. Florida and Auburn hated each other. I was a freshman at Florida in 94 when okay. Frank Sanders got in the oh. back of the end zone right in front of us. Yeah. And uh, it was devastating. And, and everyone on campus that week was convinced that we were going to just destroy Auburn For after who, losing in 93. And, and Dan Hickens' world, that loss was Jeff Prosser's fault. Oh, interesting. Jeff was a young television reporter at another station in town. I was mm-hmm. working at uh, First Coast. and uh, But we had gotten to know each other a little bit because he interned with me. And then we got him a job at another place. And he came up to me before the game. And back in those days, the other great thing about those days was we watched the games on the field. Yeah, We didn't have to... Because we're TV guys, so we're not sitting there taking notes right. and such. And there is nothing better it, being in the swamp, on the field, electricity running through your veins. It was the greatest. And so he comes up to me right before the game, and he's just, we're going to kick their ass. <laughs> we are, This is payback because we had lost year previous yeah. to Terry Bowden, who had that famous quote after the 94 game, something like, uh, it was like, uh, uh we play gotcha football. We gotcha Florida or something yeah. like that. I was just so ticked. And uh, uh, but that's getting ahead of '91, obviously. <laughs> but uh, it was. But but to go to Jordan Hare in '91 and handle them, and then turn around and handle Georgia. It was again. Those things didn't happen. I can remember seeing the stats. You know, honestly, and I don't know them in front of me, but Florida had only beaten those guys back to back, like honestly, like three or four times in fifty tries. Right. I mean, and Auburn Florida was a great rivalry. Yeah. And, you know, I, I now currently have a sister who works at Auburn. And I love, you know, I was up there this summer. So it's a wonderful campus. Sure. It's great. And they, those two should play. You can't play everybody, but yeah. I, yeah, Auburn, Florida's, and we're not that far apart. No. I mean, they're I right up the road. I think they're the closest yeah. SEC school to Gainesville. <laughs> right is up the Auburn. road. It's amazing yeah. we don't play. It, but, re- it really is. But it? that was a great win. Yeah, that, that was a, a, a great win. And you had told me, like, Willie, ha- Willie had such a big year, though. Yeah. Willie Jackson we're talking about. Willie had 10 touchdowns that year. Yeah. 
And um, he was terrific. And uh, uh, that game was uh so good and so important in continuing to roll in the Southeastern Conference because we had Georgia coming up, but we handled them pretty good too. What was Willie like to cover? Willie was the greatest. Yeah. And, you know, I got to know Willie even better when he came to Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. And when he went into the NF, Willie had this bravado about him. He he believed in himself more than anybody believed in, in him, even at Florida. At you know, The knock on Willie was always that he wasn't fast. Okay. I'd say, Willie, they say you're just not fast enough. And he said, put the pads on me mm-hmm. and let me know the last time you've seen somebody catch me. Yeah. And the other thing he always told me was, he said, no, the first guy never tackles me. Mm-hmm. And he, if you go back and look, you're, he was probably right. Yeah. Very rarely did the first guy bring Willie Jackson down. Willie was a terrific football player and he, he proved it somewhat in the NFL. Uh, he got very down when Jimmy and Keenan, Keenan kind of took his. Role. He was mm-hmm. here in 95, and right. then Keenan came along and sort of took his role, and, and rightfully so. Keenan's a great player. Yeah. Um, but Willie did go to New Orleans and catch, I think he caught three touchdown passes in a playoff game. Mm-hmm. So Willie Willie could play. Willie yeah. could play for a guy who wasn't, you know, the biggest or the fastest or anything. He he was a good football player, and that Jackson family's terrific. I still see his daddy on the sidelines at, uh, at the bank. Mm-hmm. Uh, working and he's yeah. well into his seventies now. Oh wow! And Terry's great kid. So yeah, but Willie was Willie was a heck of a football player, man. Yeah, he was a lot of toughness. A lot yeah. of toughness on that yeah. team oh, because yeah. that defense. I mean, oh, we always yeah. are. We're going to focus on Spurrier and the sure. passing attack sure. and Shane and Eric Rett. But uh, but boy, that defense yeah. with Culpepper and McCoy and yeah. the linebackers that could run so yeah. well. They they were fantastic. Yeah, they had some really good players and they mixed up. Uh, um, you know, Larry Kennedy, yeah. right? Larry mm-hmm. Kennedy. And I think he was big against Tennessee, Tennessee yep. right? Had the game winner. Um, uh, um, Will it? White had a couple picks against was, Auburn. Yeah. What was my man, uh, the Tennessee quarterback's name? Do you remember in 91, he threw that pick late? Oh, gosh. And uh, Kelly, it's not Kelly. I got... No. Uh, White? Look. Andy White? Is it Andy? No, I don't think it's White. Uh, Andy Kelly. Andy Kelly. Andy Kelly, That's Andy right. Kelly right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so... Um, but gosh, those guys were so, and again, this is the coaching and the taking these kind of players who were there at Florida in the eighties and the seventies and making them come together and then throwing out this novel concept of throwing the football was, was phenomenal. But yeah, there was a, there was a toughness and we only got what we got. How many years did we get with Culpepper? Just the one? Think he, two? What yeah. a Juco guy? Or am I thinking I know, of Trace Armstrong? Was it just so I'm, th- I'm thinking Trace Armstrong. Okay. You're right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, uh, but Culpepper, who uh, uh, was so good, and, and for young Gators, Culpepper's the one who goes on Survivor. Yeah. <laughs> with his and wife. With his it wife. Was sensational. Yeah. And he got in great shape, you yeah. know, thin, and, and his son plays at Syracuse, mm-hmm. one of them. Yeah. Um, but anyway, he was a. Uh, 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 Great guy, a lawyer, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. in the Tampa area. Right. Billboards everywhere. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, he was uh, he was a great player. They're, you're right, man. Uh, McCoy, those guys, uh, even, you know, we had a kid, I'll give you a name. I'm pretty sure he was on the 91 team. Myrick Anderson. You yeah. Remember him? Oh, yeah. Big special teams guy yeah. that year. And yeah. short little dude, but yeah. tough as hell, man. Yeah, absolutely. Tough and Fee Bartley from Jacksonville Fee's was a Bartley, big, big part of that if, team. If you want to go back and look at, um, if they made a list of the top 10 hits, Fee would have one or two of those. Oh, yeah. And his younger brother, Jason, came through and was a 
totally different from Fee. Fee yeah. was the athlete, unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Jason was a steady middle linebacker, tackling machine. Yeah, they're both good players. We all marveled at the story of Kyle Trask this past season yeah. of his story. Yeah. It still is just amazing, the Shane Matthews story. It is. I mean, it really it is. is just incredible. What was it like covering that story? Well, he came out of nowhere, and it was actually in Jacksonville because they had to play uh, the spring game here. Spurrier oh, wanted wow. to play the spring game here. And so they did, and that's where Shane, we sort of started to take notice of Shane. You got to remember, too, Shane had to sit out a year. Uh, he got in a little trouble, mm-hmm. a little uh, gambling, if I'm not mistaken. So I think he was out a year. And then all of a sudden, you know, Spurrier comes in and he's so far down the depth chart and Spurrier's looking at all these other guys and none of them are doing what he wants them to do. And, he, you know, Spurrier, he doesn't care. He'll put whoever in. And yeah. that's one of the parts that made him great. He wasn't shy. I'll play this kid. And he's a coach's son like Spurrier, right? Uh, as far as the Reverend, the Reverend used to coach Steve growing up. And so uh, uh, they, I think they just had a lot in common. They jived and he rose up the depth chart and all of a sudden he's out there and one of those guys, probably like Dan. Danny was always better in games and practice. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Shane was that much, but Shane was just, I mean, gosh, he he was the face of Florida football for three years. And, so good. And again, to be so clutch when so much in the program, I mean, it's it's the wait to next year. It's yeah. the, you know, arrogance Notre Dame and traditional yeah. Wake Forest crap that they had to overcome. And a lot of that was fair criticism. And uh, again, to they, it was only their fifth win at Auburn in like, I think, 28 tries. Yeah. They destroyed uh, Georgia. Yeah. Uh, or Georgia was still. And the Kentucky okay. game was great, closer yeah. than I thought. And if I'm not mistaken, uh, and help me here, Hayes, Pookie? Pookie was a quarterback yeah. in Kentucky. Pookie Jones maybe mm-hmm. was his name. Yeah. And he kept him a, a, oh, yeah. a little dude, but he kept him in the game. And well, boy, it was nip and tuck there for a while. And I'm almost positive FSU was playing Miami that day because that's a, one of the games that I missed. I didn't miss many that year. And I think I went to FSU Miami for television. Mm-hmm. And uh, if it was Miami, I'm not positive. I'd have to look that up. But I know I wasn't there for the – and that, that and uh, <laughs> there's a picture of Spurrier. Here's another name, ready? I think this is right. You know, because you're calling out, you, all these stories come back. There's a picture of Spurrier getting carried off at the swamp. Yeah. Hesham Ismail. Yeah. Is that a name that That's you remember? That's right. Starting guard. Okay. Yeah. Hesham, I believe, yeah. carried, was one of the kids carrying Spurdog off yeah. the field. Um, and that was just so, uh, such a great day for Gator fans everywhere. In fact, there were people in Jacksonville who never, who had passed away, who never saw the Gators, yeah. you know, win. And I, I can remember, I know... Someone in my family, we went and put uh, SEC championship uh, balloons on his grave. That's awesome. So, I mean, that's how big of a deal it was back then. And it did, the Notre Dame game was disappointing, but it didn't matter. It didn't matter. It didn't matter. Yeah. Just to go uh, to a big bowl like that and 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 be able to uh, win. And, and we were such heavy favorites. And little did we know that we were beaten up on the defense. And you remember the sure. Notre Dame running backs, uh, Bettis and Bettis the boys just, ran in the late uh, – Rodney Culver, I think, yeah. was one of the running backs who tragically died in a plane crash. Um, also, I mean, we we were down to a kid named, pretty sure he was a walk-on. I think his name was Greg Diamond. Mm-hmm. And he was like yeah. an inside linebacker. And, oh, I mean, he's like a walk-on. He's out there mismatch. getting just annihilated. Yeah. So, just but it was still. And we kept kicking field goals early in that game. Yeah. Arden Shashevsky kept right. making But we weren't getting touchdowns where we should have put them away and we didn't. So. It's interesting that you, that you say that about the uh, the fans that didn't make it because my dad and grandfather mm-hmm. I would say, you know, and again, this is a world that if you're a Gator fan under like 40, yeah. you just can't identify No, with. you have no idea. But 
I, I remember being a kid and my dad and grandfather saying, and, and I'm talking my mom's dad mm-hmm. and my dad, like two yeah. different families. Right, right. right. But, they, but both Gator fans. And they knew. And they would say, forget ever winning a national title. Yeah. I just want to see us win an SEC That's title all. we can keep in my lifetime. Just one. I mean, that was what it yeah. was. Yeah. And, uh, and, and, and this team was able to achieve it in style. I mean, 7-0. and They were the first team to go undefeated in SEC play since 1977. So which good. was another stat that, that I didn't remember until I started doing the, and, the research for the podcast. And I grew up in Miami, so I uh, started learning about Florida football in the mid-70s and got to Florida personally in 1981. And learning about the history of Florida football was, was somewhat depressing. It, you know, and, and, the, and it's, it's old but true. Wait till next year. I can't tell you how many older fans back then would tell you, wait till next year, wait yeah. till next year, wait till... It, it was a joke, but it was apropos. Yeah. And so... Uh, uh, to finally be able to break through and win that, and then back then to be the SEC champion and get to go to the Sugar Bowl was yeah. just, it was phenomenal. It was phenomenal. It was phenomenal. An unbelievable season. Dan, thank you so much Thanks for your time. Me. It's I been great uh, talking Let's Gators. Let's do 92 next week. We'll do it next week. <laughs> All right, Dan Hicken, everybody. Appreciate Dan's time. Uh, what, uh, what a fun conversation. There's Sometimes you do interviews, sometimes you have conversations, and that was uh, truly a conversation. Really, I've always enjoyed uh, Dan's work. And uh, Dan actually came and spoke at my school uh, when I was in like seventh grade, and so I've I've always remembered that, and uh, so it's it's fun to to hear him uh, talk Gators now. Um, a lot of fun. So Florida gets the win, thirty-one to ten over Auburn, and uh, they're sailing right along. Uh, sailing right along. Have rebounded well from the loss to Syracuse. Are continuing their pursuit of their first SEC title officially. And, uh, you know, certainly a lot of fun. Eric Rett, 26 carries, 106 yards, and a touchdown. It just seems like every game he was uh, right in that number, that 100 to 125-yard range. Obviously, he had some games that were bigger than that, but you see why he is UF's all-time career-leading rusher because just so consistent, uh, just such a consistent runner. Um and uh, another little quirk about the running game in this game was Shane Matthews ran for a 10-yard touchdown. That was his first rushing touchdown of the season. Shane was very much a pocket guy, uh, so that was kind of a, a funny thing about this game that he got loose for a 10-yard touchdown. But that's going to wrap this one up. I want to thank the personal injury law firm of Harrell & Harrell for sponsoring 91, uh, sponsoring Celebrating 91. Again, if, if you or a loved one have been hurt, uh, Harrell & Harrell is here to help you. They are big enough. They can take on the large insurance companies. They're going to try and string you along. Harold and Harold won't let that happen. They have the ammunition to fight, but they're also small enough that they're going to know you when you call. They're going to treat you like family. That's a Jacksonville firm through and through. Give my friends at Harold and Harold a call at 251-1111. That's going to wrap it up for me again next week. Steve Spurrier talking the Georgia game. It's going to be a lot of fun. I uh, hope you'll listen to that. hope you've enjoyed this episode of Celebrating 91. This is Hayes Carline. I want to thank Graham Marsh, our producer, for uh, everything he does for us, and we'll look forward to talking with you next week. Go Gators. Hey!